Hey guys, so sometimes taking marriage vows really does mean till death do us part. I'm here with Annie Alonza and Stephen Bishop to have a Black Hollywood Live conversation. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live Conversations. I'll pack up. <laughs> Nine millimeter when Slick Rick made Mona Lisa when Lisa Bonet was Beyonce. Other day I had divas, y'all. Think I just popped up in this bitch <laughs> I think like a fetus. Pregnant pause. So, Give you some I second thoughts. Just move on the bandwagon. Don't the, the face. <laughs> the face is, you know. I just said that. You said that live. I'm real. I'm a real like, person, like so you, wanna, you know what you get with me. Um, hey guys, I am Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm here with these lovely people next to me, Annie Alonza and Stephen Bishop. Hey guys, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. You guys want to tell them where they can find doing you? Good. Thank you, sorry. Uh, I'm at Annie Alonza, just my first name and last name, A-N-N-I-E-I-L-O-N-Z-E-H. I'm uh, at Stephen C. Bishop on Instagram and Twitter and then just Stephen Bishop on Facebook. Hey guys, so I have to ask you a question before we get started because you were in, you were a baseball player mm-hmm. before you became an actor. So did you know that was the next step you wanted to take when you retired? Uh, I did. Uh, I took drama in college, and I you know had a a really pleasant experience with it. The yeah. professor you know suggested that I consider doing it for a living. And at the time, I knew I was going to be, or at least I hoped and and prayed that I was going to be playing pro baseball. So I told him, well, I'm going to be a baseball player. So I, and he's like, well, keep it in your back pocket. You never know. Well, here we are. Here we are. And he's a rapper too. You're a rapper? Yes. Like real though. Like for real. And I think, do you make beats too? Are you a producer? I don't make beats. Okay. Just, rapper just write, and golfer. Write rhymes and golf. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm your publicist right yeah, now. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, tell them about uh, Imposters coming out soon. And Imposters coming out uh, in the fall. No, 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 no. I go shoot in the fall. Yes, you go shoot in the fall <laughs> in Toronto, ladies. Ladies. Check him out, Toronto. <laughs> Don't bother me. Let me alone, Becky. <laughs> yes, he gets focused. You did say that, so you won't be bothered at all. So I want to know what made you guys want to do this project. What like spoke to you when you read the script that was like, this is the one I want to get involved with? Well, I will let the lady go first. I'd like to hear this. <laughs> oh, would you? No. No. Um, well, to be honest, I received the script and, and the project came to me as an offer. Um, Chandrella Avery, one of the producers, and Chris Stokes, director-producer, um, had enough confidence in me to that I could handle um, this this role but once I read it and and that's always great as an actor you're just like yes I don't have to audition you know like this just ca- this came to me and and you would think instantly of course to say yes but still I mean you want to you want to evaluate the project that is in front of you although you know it's yours to take so um still did that and it resonated with me I um I've been in abusive relationships and I think not just I think the story needs to be told as honest as possible and it needs to be honored um and not only for my selfish you know reasons of kind of it being very cathartic and and therapeutic for me but also to I wanted to represent her as truthful as I could and being able to pull from my past I I just I thought it was really important to tell the story, not just from an actor, but from 
the point of view of it being real life. And once I really sat down and thought about it, I was like, okay, I really know why this project came to you. You know, not just maybe because you're an actor and they believe in you, but there was more, uh, there was a deeper meaning for me, something more spiritual, just kind of how things are destined. So special to me. Uh, that was that was very eloquent. Oh, I don't know you. if I can follow that. Um, no, I, I took it because it was a stretch. It was far beyond anything that I had done before. And I wanted uh, to kind of break out of the uh, the typecasting that I've been in with the, the love interest and the, the nice guy. Um, yeah. You know, we all have multiple sides, multiple facets to our par- personalities. And I... Um, <clears throat> I hadn't been really given an opportunity to to break out of the norm, and this was a huge departure from myself as a person and wow. most of the characters that I've played. So uh, it was a challenge for me, and uh, that that was probably the biggest inspiration to take the job. And then you know, working with the cast, Tay and you know Malik and Annie, uh, you know, it it all just came together for me. The challenge was um, something, though, that we shared together, like literally held each other's hands during it. It was very challenging for myself just to always be in that mode. I mean, in that emotional state and the entire time, just kind of being a prisoner of your own in your own home or of your own lifestyle even. And I know knowing you personally, this is the complete opposite of who you are. And he would look at me sometimes and be just like, I'm sorry. Every and I was take. like, every single <laughs> every take, take, before and after, I'm sorry, and meant it. And I was like, stop. Like, I trust you. And this was a process that you really had to trust the person in front of you, which was most of the time you and I oh, in yeah. front of each other. And dealing with very intense moments and topics and conversations and, you know, things that are just icky and you don't want to necessarily touch and 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 feel and live and we lived it together and I and just I don't think that I would have been able to get through it if it wasn't for the person that I was staring at in front of me the entire time I mean I would just like cradle in your arms sometimes just that first the first scenes that we had were were, we didn't really know each other at the time so they were we didn't know each other they were you know they were intense. They put us right in the fire first day. Yeah, we shot the hardest stuff first, or the mo- the the more um, emotionally loaded things, scenes first. And there was a a time where I could tell that she was having a a hard time coming out of the scene. And I mean, to see somebody that's that vulnerable and that hurt in the middle of a set where there's a bunch of people around you and She's just there by herself. I mean, I could see that she was having a hard time coming out. So I just, you know, gave her a hug and she just broke down. And that's the te- the type of intensity that we went through for, what, three, four weeks? Yeah. And I don't know about you, but it was very difficult for me to come out of the character yeah. after we were done. It was tough to show. <clears throat> we spent so many hours in these people's skin. And for me, like I said, it was a complete opposite 180 from who I normally am. So I had to really commit myself mentally to it. And I, I, you know, I coached Little League Baseball. I found myself becoming short with the kids. I found, you know, people in my life were were getting short answers and I was feeling, uh, I, I would call it orange energy. 
which is kind of like an anger, but just a, a simmering yeah. anger. And it was difficult. It took me a couple of weeks to to come out. And I did, men were like, I did not, I was like, no, especially, you know, on a lot of times on set, your crew is, is predominantly men, you know, and then the cast was as well besides Robin. So thank God too, that we had a producer who's a female, Chandrella Avery, who's here, but really that too, like that, that female, um, just energy and and support system was really important to me too you know because there were times when i would see guys and men a lot of the time and i would associate that with the domestic abuse that i was having to kind of submit to or partake in and, and be involved in so that energy was really important to me too that relationship I think the fact that Chandrella was an act, is an actor as well yes. probably helped you a great yeah, deal because she, gets she could it. she could take you aside in in moments <clears throat> and give you energy that I couldn't give you or mm-hmm. any of the guys on set couldn't give yeah. you and because she's an actor she knew how to not disturb your process. Yes. Because it's a delicate balance, you know. So, I mean, yeah. there's times when I saw people coming and try to talk mm-hmm. to you on set when you were going there and you're just like like what was the guy's name? <laughs> what was the guy's name that you was had to Alex? teach? Alex, I think it was. I gave Come here. him. A, let, me, let me teach you a something. Denzel I was like, Washington lesson. Okay, I said. I was and I was literally. standing there, and I'm like, <laughs> and I just walked away from it. Sean Joe was like, get, get over it. What is going on? I said he will not stop. You know, because you're just in it. You're yeah. in it. So I mean, I I think we painted the picture clear enough that the the process can be very um tough and it's obviously a tedious process that that has to be respected i mean and the topic it's not even just a process it's a topic that and and a lifestyle people really go through this on a daily basis and and it's something to really respect and and honor so i really feel like we all did that collectively cast and crew that's awesome um i want to ask you because you say you have been in that situation before what advice would you give young women who might go see this movie just to see it and get out what advice would you give to them yeah that is our hashtag by the way it is hashtag get out because you can you can get out um and let me just preface this with you know it was when i was younger in college and you know your first relationships you don't you're figuring it out you don't really know is that the norm you know and i mean you know like that's obviously not right that there's something negative unhealthy about that relationship but when you're still formulating what the idea of a relationship is and what's right and what's wrong and and what you can stand and deal with anything that is abusive whether it's verbal physical even the threat of it will probably evolve into abuse and so know that don't take a warning sign as just coincidence you know it's it's absolutely will turn into a red light and you need to stop right there. Um, so first and foremost, that any warning sign is a sign. It's an absolute sign. And tell someone, even if it's your diary, document it, something, but but preferably tell someone of life like that, you know, that is a person that you can actually um, voice kind of what the situation that you're in and don't be afraid of yourself because it's you're afraid of the person but a lot of it too is we get in the way and you can be afraid of yourself just kind of what you think you might create um 
hurting people's feelings, letting people down. And that's so not the case, you know, um, voicing your opinion and, and sticking up for yourself is the strongest thing that you can do. The most honorable thing to you, your temple. So yeah, I, I, I feel for women and men in, in situations like that. Well, Till Death Do Us Part comes out September 29th. But before we get out of here, I want you to guys describe your characters in one word. Hmm. I'll describe yours and you describe mine because I have one for you. I want to hear this. And then you can describe yours too, but I want to do my, I'll do, I want to do yours. Okay. Go ahead. <clears throat> I would say his is mysterious. Hmm. Like you never knew where you were, you know, like as Madison watching you, I didn't know you would th- you're it's so mysterious it's like are you kind of getting off on it a little bit are you then are you in such enraged that you're because you're so vulnerable you're insecure i mean it was just this big mystery and it was so mysterious and played so well and mystery is like that fine line that like not a lot of people can tread sometimes people are just angry or they're not you know and the mystery is all that gray matter in between and i would look at him and be like god what what is happening? And that's the scariest thing. Like, that's the person that you fear the most, not the person that's giving it away, the tell. Okay, I know you're angry. All right. You're happy. You know, it's that gray matter. So, mysterious. All right. I'll take that. Um, I would describe Michael Rowland as damaged in one mm. word. <clears throat> damaged. He, uh, he went through a lot as a child, you'll see in the film. Um, and I don't think he ever addressed it. And I think that, you know, it, it was like a mirror that you take a hammer to just one time. Pop, and nobody comes to tape it up. The, the, the spider web breaks are still all there. And I think that <clears throat> instead of actually fixing it, he slid a veneer on top of it to make it look like it wasn't broken. And he remained damaged throughout his uh throughout his life um now am i supposed to do yours yeah (laughs) um in a word i would describe her character as vulnerable um she really wanted to make michael's life what the fairy tale should be um she really wanted to make him happy she she gave of herself so much that she lost herself. And I've, I've been in a relationship like that before. I don't know if you've been in a relationship mm-hmm, where you absolutely. meld into one person as opposed to keeping your individuality. <clears throat> and I think that's what Madison did in, in their relationship. So I think her, the, the one word that would describe her best would be vulnerable. I would say passionate, but that's a lot of people. So maybe the next best thing is giving. Madison Rollins giving. You guys want to tell them they can find you one last time? You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Those are, and I'm on Snapchat too, uh, at Annie Alonza. It's just my name. And I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Stephen C. Bishop and Facebook Stephen Bishop. And I'm not on Snapchat. Why aren't you on Snapchat? Please stop asking me to get on Snapchat. I'm we not going to get be, on Snapchat. Get the okay? dog ears already, Please. okay? Okay, submit. 
Hey guys. <laughs> Again, I am Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. Check out Till Death Do Us Part, September 29th, all across the country. Bye, guys. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.